What is going on, my peeps? It is time for some After Dark Deliciousness. Welcome to Short Form the Podcast. I am your very chill hump day host, Joe Loper. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I hope your midweek is going incredibly well. I have to say mine is not too bad. Not too bad. A lot of craziness in the news right now. We're seeing a lot of kind of, uh, you know, obviously gun violence continues to be banana pants, sadly, and whatnot. So it got me thinking about situational awareness, thinking about, you know, just being safe, being mindful of what's going on around you. But I think, you know, especially on an After Dark episode where we are more focused on just kind of casual conversation, being a little more loosey-goosey, I wanted to talk about situational awareness, but as it applies to what we talk about on this podcast, you know, what are we doing and why are we doing it? So I just did some research about situational awareness. And I I came across this, you know, seven ways to practice situational awareness. And I thought it'd be really interesting to take this, these seven ways about being in the moment and then applying it to our life situation. So maybe we can kill two birds with one stone. So grab your drink, little tequila on the rocks. If you're a, uh, you know, a vodka vodka spritzer type of person, knock yourself out. No judgment, do your thing. Clock is running, by the way, so let's dive right in here. The reason I was thinking about this situational awareness as it applies to our life is I heard something the other day where um, someone was talking about, if you're not happy in your life, look at your environment. Because the first thing we do is we always blame ourselves my fault I'm not doing good enough. Or we blame somebody else. It's their fault I'm not doing good enough. Now that's legit. There are legitimate reasons to think that way. But what she was saying is, what if your environment is having a bad impact on you? What if that's actually what's limiting you? And the analogy she gave was, if a plant doesn't grow, do you blame the plant or do you blame the environment? Now, for those of you who have never worked with plants, you don't necessarily get mad at the plant. You try to figure out, okay, why aren't you flourishing? Why aren't you succeeding? I'm watering you. I'm giving you nutrients. I'm giving you sunlight. Let me check the soil. Is there there some kind of bug infestation? Because what we know about nature is nature flourishes when it has the right environment. It just grows. And it was a really interesting way to look at things. And so... As we dive into this list, I want to take that mindset. Not only are we looking at ourselves, which we should always be mindful of, what about looking at our environment? So here we go. Seven ways to practice situational awareness. And I'll link this article that I found it in in the show notes. The first one is, funny enough, be mindful. Now in a situation, it's basically be in the moment. Be aware of what's going around you. Um, it, it, it's using your senses to be fully engaged. And I think this might be fairly self-explanatory when it comes to your life, but be mindful of what you're doing. When I get up in the morning, why am I getting up at this time? When I put on these clothes, why am I putting on these clothes? When I go to this job, I'm going to this job. What's going on around me? It's just being mindful. It's, we have a tendency 
to fall into patterns, which is not a bad thing. But if the pattern is not healthy, many times something has to rattle our cage to wake us up from it. It happens a lot in this country, especially because we get a job or find ourselves in a, a living situation or in a relationship that we think, this is fine for now. But then fine for now turns into three years because we get comfortable. We're like, well, I can tolerate this. Not about being tolerated. How do we fly? So be mindful. The next one is identify exits. Now, obviously, in a tense situation or in an emergency situation, you know, a window can be an exit. So that's what they're referring to there. Finding the way out and being aware of it while you're in the moment. In other words, things have fallen apart, you know, the shit has hit the fan, and suddenly you're looking for an exit. Be mindful of them ahead of time. As it applies to life, I think how I identify that is be mindful of your exit strategy. Kind of what I was talking about in the previous one about be mindful. Relationships, I think, are a fantastic example for this. If you're in a relationship and it's not going well, are you in a situation where you could walk away and not be harmed by it financially, reputation, housing? Or are you in a situation where if this ends, I'm kind of screwed in two or three of these really big areas of my life? That's not a great situation to be in. It needs to be balanced and you need to be in a place where for whatever reason it doesn't work, walk away and you can. Same thing with your job, same thing with your housing, if you're in school, whatever. What's your exit strategy? Doesn't mean you have a plan B, doesn't mean you're giving up. It just means I know how to get myself out of this situation if need be. The next one is watch people without staring, which I think is kind of funny because in New York, that's like the state pastime, you know, people watching. You know, obviously in a situation, looking without staring is you just kind of keep your eyes moving. You notice what somebody's doing, what they're doing with their hands, that kind of stuff, whatever. And you keep your eyes moving fairly, fairly forward. And the more you do it, the more relaxed and nonchalant you can be. I think in your life, in a, in a life situation, Watch people without staring, I think is really just how are other people reacting to the environment that you share? So if you're living with someone, how are they reacting to living there with you, to the area, to the city? When you're commuting, either if you're taking public transportation or you're driving, how are people reacting? How are they taking in the exact same situation you are? Because we can learn so much by watching what other people are doing and how they're responding to what you're doing. Because when we're in the situation, we're in our own mind. But when you watch someone else react to things, that can actually be very telling. Because you can look at yourself and be like, man, do I react that way? Why are they so tense? Or on the opposite side, they look really happy. Am I that happy? Be mindful of that. The next one is notice nonverbal cues. In a situation where you're, you know, if you're speaking to someone, that's basically body language. How are they reacting? Their tonality. You know, it's really the, the, the breathing patterns. What are their eyes doing? Those sorts of things, which can be very informative. I think notice nonverbal cues in life is really about your self-communication. How are you responding to yourself when you're not verbalizing something out loud? How do you talk to yourself? 
how do you process information when something new comes along or when you're trying to figure something out? Are you in a constant state of frustration? Are you in a really great place most of the time? Do you beat yourself up? Is there a constant need to build yourself up? Because every day is just a huge challenge. I've got to get up and I've got to get this done every day. What are your nonverbal cues? How do you communicate? Again, the very first one, be mindful, is, is fairly broad. The next one is limit distractions, which I, I think is hilarious in this country. Obviously, in the moment, in situational awareness, you don't want to be distracted by, you know, somebody doing something kind of silly off to the side and not being mindful of everything around you. I think in life, unless you're living on a really beautiful beach in California or in Hawaii, it's almost impossible to get rid of distractions in uh, American society. But in your situational life, in your life situation, to me, that is, what are you spending time on that's distracting you from your purpose and really doesn't serve you well? Because having downtime, doing things that are just for fun, those are very important. But a lot of times we can be involved in something that's not really helping us and it's distracting us. This could be addictions, no joke, because addictions are the ultimate distraction. They're also incredibly harmful. But also, again, going back to relationships, Sometimes we're in a relationship because it's convenient, but there's really nothing else there. It might be kind of harsh, but it's true. And usually what that ends up doing is kind of blowing up in your face or, in this instance, distracting you, holding you back, taking away focus and energy to support something that really has no future. It may not be fun to think about, but like we've talked about before, the greatest mistake we make is thinking we have time. The next one is trust your gut feeling. This is really about listening to your instincts. This is actually a big one to me because I feel like this really impacts us more than we think we do. In situational awareness, our fight or flight mode is pretty damn accurate. We've had some time to, to dial this in. So if you're thinking you need to run away, be mindful of that. It could be fact. But in life, trust your gut feeling is, you know, I haven't been happy in a long time. Let's say that's your gut feeling. Well, if that's the case, you need to trust that and then say, okay, why? Why am I not happy? What's getting in my way? Or the opposite. Man, things are good. This is like, this is like next level storybook type stuff going on in my life. Trust it. Don't question it. Don't think, oh, this has got to be BS. It's only a matter of time before it blows up in my face. Trust it. Be mindful, as always, but trust the gut feeling which will lead you back to the other things, limiting distractions and having an exit strategy and things like that. Now, the very last one is be strategic, which I think is more broad, just like be mindful is. In situational awareness, I think this is really how we treat people. Being courteous, you know, compassionate, empathetic to our, our fellow humans, I think goes a long way and can immediately de-escalate a situation not responding to anger with anger, which is incredibly difficult. I am, whew, do I know that one? It's very difficult, but still can have a very positive impact. In life, in your life situation, I think be strategic applies to the broad scope of things. Going back to, again, the purpose of this podcast, what are we doing and why are we doing it? 
When was the last time you sat down and thought, today I'm implementing this part of the strategy of my life because I have these goals in mind that I want to accomplish by this time? Are you living your life by strategy or are you living your life by the seat of your pants? Now, most Americans, we live by the seat of our pants. Because here's the thing, when you're in school, unless you have an amazing school, mentor, parents, you know, a a familial situation, we are actually never really taught how to plan our life. What we're taught, two plus two equals four, the Pythagorean theorem, geometry, the history of things. Don't even get me started on who wrote that history. But you understand what I mean? We're educated with knowledge. And again, that is not a bad thing. But when are we educated about how do I find what I really want to do with my life? And then how do I execute that? This is one of the the greatest plights for young actors in America because there's no direct path. You can spend all your time and energy becoming the best actor you could possibly be. But then what do you do next? Like you can try to reach out to people. You can try to audition for things, but there's no direct path. And that's, I think, a, a great connection for a lot of just people who are trying to make ends meet in the United States. Yeah, I want to be financially free. I want to have benefits. I want to make sure my family's taken care of. It'd be nice to be able to travel a little bit more. What's beyond that? Right? Those are, those are the, the, the indicators that you've accomplished something. But what is the actual strategic part of that? This was actually pretty awesome. That actually worked out better than I thought it would. <laughs> I hope that was as helpful to you as it was to me. I might re-listen to this myself. I hope you've had a fantastic week. I hope this hump day has been awesome to you. Take some time for yourself. Take some rest. I like to use Wednesdays as a check-in. What's going on? What am I doing? How am I doing with my goals? How am I doing just with myself? Am I tired? Do I need to take a nap? Whatever. I wish you the best. Stay safe. Stay kind. Stay focused on what you want out of this life because no one is going to do it for you. The only person who's going to accomplish what you want to accomplish is you. So don't let anyone take that from you. And don't let yourself take it from you either. Don't self-defeat. Thanks for listening. Have a fantastic week, and I'll see you badasses in the next episode.